It is that time every week we get in the cage here on 710 ESPN Seattle. It's brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. I get a chance to speak to this guy every so often. He's a If you're an MMA fan, you should be jealous of this guy more than anybody else because he's got the best seat in the house. He gets the first question at every press conference. He's got front row center there as well. Does a great job covering the sport of MMA and writes for MMAJunkie.com. Uh, he is John Morgan with us on the Zeke's Pizza Hotline. John, how are you, man? I'm good, and, and you're right. I, I hate to rub it in, but there are definitely worse ways to make a living. I can assure you, dude. You've you've got you've got a great gig. You really do, <laughs> man. It's uh, <laughs> you, you got the greatest seat in the house. You, you're right there in the, at every press conference. It's just uh, for an MMA geek like me, I look at it and go, man, you, you've hit the you've hit the mother load there. But uh, you, I appreciate it. You're, you're out there in Vegas, UFC 248 going on. How much have you been looking this fight? is interesting. The main event, and we'll get into some of the other uh, fights on the card, but Israel Adesanya against Yoel Romero. This is, you know, Dana White goes out of his way to say nobody wants to fight Yoel Romero. Nobody. And that's nonsense. People want to fight him. But do you look at this as a big risk for Adesanya? Do you do you look at this as him taking on a guy that people are afraid of? You know, it's weird. I, I do in a lot of ways. I mean, Joel Romero doesn't necessarily have the greatest record in, in recent memory. You know, he's had a couple of losses coming into this fight. So for that reason, it's a bit of an, an odd timing thing for him to get the title shot. But there's not a lot of complaints from me or anybody else because Joel Romero is an incredibly dangerous individual. I mean, uh, even at 42 years old, he's just got it's just otherworldly power. I mean, one shot and the guy can knock you out at any time. So it is a dangerous, dangerous fight for Israel Adesanya. And I, I, I respect him for asking for it. Where where are you at with Adesanya? He's a guy that is is becoming more polarizing. He's he's very confident. It was as we've learned, uh, not afraid to tell you how great he is, uh, and and that's become so common anymore, right? With with Conor McGregor and with Colby Covington and the Chael Sonnen, and it's just Henry Cejudo now has jumped into the fray. It just be, seems like it's become more of the norm. Yet I, I still am surprised when people take offense or get upset about somebody with a with an ego or that, that that's braggadocious on some level. Where, where are you at with Adesanya? I, I love the guy, to be honest with you, man. I think he has the potential to be a, a superstar. I mean, globally, uh, it's growing. I mean, down, down of course, you know, he, he, he lives in New Zealand, of course, in his home country. I mean, he's massive. He just got Sportsman of the Year down there uh, in New Zealand, of course, in the nearby Australia, you know, big there as well. I don't think he's quite caught on 100% here in the United States, but I think it's a matter of time, man. I mean, the guy's fighting style is incredible. It's very, very fun. He comes from a striking background, so he's he's entertaining. He gets the show aspect of it. And you're right. I mean, you know, he, he is a, a bit of a you know bold, braggadocious type figure. But there's a, there's a calmness to it, a, a naturalness to it um, that I find enticing. He's got that X factor. So to me, this guy's the total package. And I think if he can continue winning, man, he's, his star power is just going to continue to grow. So how do you? People have asked me what I think of the fight, and I look at it and I say, yeah, Yoel Romero is a is a machine. He's made of steel. He, if he hits you, he's going to more likely than not, you're going to be hurt if not knocked out. Yet I feel like he's kind of tailor made in his style for Adesanya, who's great at distance. He's really good at keeping distance. Although Kelvin Gastelum was able to get to him much more than I ever thought he was able to would be able to, but. I think the advantage of his length is with his kicks and, and his striking ability and keeping that distance feels like if he stays disciplined and doesn't try to get in that pocket, I'm not going to say an easy night could be had, but he could control things. How do you see the matchup? You know, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. I, I see a lot of those same things. I think you're, you're incredibly accurate there. I mean, listen, the, the, the master of range, uh, I mean, Adesanya, you know, 90, 90 kickboxing bouts or so. I mean, he's, he's been there. He's done that. He's seen it all. He's been with the best strikers in the world. 
Uh, he understands how to handle and manage distance incredibly well. I mean, the subtle movements that he has in defense are incredible, but I think you touched on it there as well. You have to stay focused. You know, it's one thing if you get touched with a jab by, by a normal fighter. You know, UL Romero is, is next-level type stuff. He's not going to come at you with, you know, volume and just loads of punches over and over and over. But in some ways, it can kind of serve to lull you to sleep a little bit. You know, he's, he's very methodical in his approach, and then he picks his moments because he's saving his power saving his energy but when he does explode he's throwing everything at 100 percent. so yeah i think as long as israel can stay focused and, and really just stay in the moment at all times i do think his movement and his speed uh is going to be really problematic for your romero but that's the exciting thing about romero is, is you know he's always in a fight because one shot can change everything the, the one thing i'm not quite dialed in with adesanya is his ground game I, I don't recall seeing him on his back being held down being being you know really sort of manipulated on the ground, so I, I'm not that dialed into his ground game. But do you look at that and say, all right, if, if Romero's going to get this, yeah, he can land that one punch, but more importantly, being a wrestler, being as strong as he is, his key to success is getting his hands on the guy and getting him down to the canvas? To be honest, I think that'd be a better approach. I don't know if he'll use it. You know, Romero is an Olympic wrestler, but uh, he tends to, to lean towards his knockout power. So, yeah, absolutely. I think if if he wants to, to win this thing, I think that might be the better approach. I mean, Adesanya, this open workout on Wednesday, made sure it showed a lot of defensive wrestling. You know, he was sprawling and then trying to show the crowd, hey, I, you know, I know what's coming and I got this. But, um, yeah, if, I, if I'm you Romero, I probably want to turn to that wrestling. I think Adesanya's defensive uh, wrestling as jiu-jitsu is probably better than he gets credit for. But, you know, it's not on an Olympic level like Yoel Romero. So let's uh, – I feel like we're both leaning the same way and seeing Adesanya come away with a win in this one. Uh, moving past that, let's just pretend that's already happened. He's on to the next. What? Who's the likely opponent? I, obviously, he and John Jones have had the back and forth. I, I don't personally think that's a great fight for Adesanya. As tall as he is, he doesn't have a very big frame, and I, I'm just not sure about him carrying that weight the way that John does. I just I feel like there would be a substantial size difference just in the the natural bulk of the two, if you will. But we'll see if that fight ever happens. What What do you think would be next for him? Yeah, I completely agree with you there, too. I mean, if you want to have a fight with John Jones, it could be a super fight, but I don't think it would be right now at this point. Um, I think you'd want to let, you know, maybe John let him age another year or two down the line and see if he starts to slow down a little bit. Uh, but, no, listen, I think the next fight is definitely Paulo Costa, the undefeated Brazilian. Uh, you know, he, he would have been in here in this fight. That's one of the reasons UL Romero was able to step in is that Paulo Costa had a bicep injury, had to have surgery on that, so he's recovering. Um, you know, there's been a little back and forth between Paulo Costa, Israel Adesanya is kind of, throwing some accusations that maybe he's taking some special vitamins to build up that massive frame that he's got. So uh, they've had a little history, and, and I think it would be a great fight. I think Paulo Costa is waiting in the wings. Well, let, let, let's talk about Joanna Janjacek, who at one point looked indestructible. She she was just fierce, and then we see her go up against Rose Namajunas, and that changed in a very big way for her, and she seems much more vulnerable now. Even when she wins, she seems like she's not nearly the – the, the fierce force that she used to be. How, how, how do you size up where she's at and then just looking at this matchup for her? Yeah, man, she had a real kind of air of invincibility about her. She was piecing up opponents, and, man, she had some swagger about her. You know, that's been knocked off a little bit. People see that, you know, listen, uh, you know, there is a way to beat her. And, 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 you know, in fairness, she went through a lot of stuff in her personal life, and I think people don't always factor in, you know, what's going on in, in fighters' lives. It, it, it can be really detrimental to training i mean she went through a, a separation from a fiance and and you know went through some you know financial issues with some management and, and just a lot of stuff that was distracting her i think from where she needed to be she seems to be in a much better place and, and she has those things all in line now um physically she looks good 
Uh, mentally, she's she's as sharp as ever. You know, she's always trying to to bully people a little bit, play that intimidation game. She's doing all of that this week, so she seems to be in a really good spot. And I think we're going to get a good version of Yelena and Jacek. But man, Jane Wiley is uh, just impressive. I mean, her run to the top has been incredible. Uh, you know, she always looked uh, you know a future champion, but she got it done really really fast. And uh, man, a twenty fight winning streak she's bringing into this fight. So uh, man, this is this is a potentially very very tough night for for Yelena and Jacek. Yeah, and and I read somebody, uh, and it could have been you. I'm not sure who wrote it, but they they were talking about Joanna's smack talk, which she's always had. We've we've seen that throughout her career, and she does try to play the bully, the intimidator. But they they were talking about that they almost felt like she was trying to convince herself more than she was trying to convince Wei Li. Do, do you get into that vibe that she's maybe lacking some of the confidence she used to carry, and she's sort of trying to pump herself up, or how do, how do you view that? Yeah, I think that's a very fair assessment. I mean, you know, it's something, she's always had that, you know, kind of way about her, but sometimes she's gone a little bit over the top. And, and, and one of the one that leaps to mind is when she fought Rosanami Yunus. It seemed like it was just going way too far, and she ended up not performing well at all in that. And I think that is, a you know, an interesting question. You know, is she going a little bit overboard here, trying to pump herself up, trying to make herself feel that she's got it? You know, she she latched on to something. I mean, in, in fairness, Zhang Wali did uh, – I think a fan was yelling at her something about the coronavirus at the open workouts the other day, or she overheard somebody mentioning it. They were carrying a Polish flag, and, and Jang, you know, kind of in an instant, you know, flipped them the birds. And, you uh, know, and Jay was not happy with that at all, that she was disrespecting the flag, disrespecting the Polish fans. So she's kind of really latched onto that and saying that, you know, Jang is overconfident. She hasn't been tested yet. Uh, and she's disrespectful on top of it. So uh, it, there's some heat. There's some real heat between these two. But it, it will be interesting to see, you know, how much Joanna can bring that into fight night. Or is it simply a case of, you know, she's trying to talk herself into believing that she is who she once was. Who, who do you like in this one? I like Jane Wiley in this one. I, I, I really do. I, I think her, her speed matches up. The stylistic matches up. And I think she really brings power to the table as well. I'm not counting Joanna and Jacek out of this fight, but I think Joanna's got to fight a, a nearly perfect fight, man. I think she's got to move in and out of range. She's got to kick the legs. Um, she cannot stand still and get caught by these barrages of Jane Wiley because they, they, they are very powerful and they come very quick. All right, last one before I let you go. Just the return of Sean O'Malley, which – I'm not quite sold on him yet. I know a lot of he's, there was a lot of hype coming, uh, you know, to with his debut. Then he got himself in some trouble. We haven't seen him in the cage since March of 2018. Are you a fan of him? Did he look like the next up and coming star? The way he was sort of being propped up, or what, do you think, feel like man, this guy got a lot of hype before he really had done much in the cage outside of the, you know he was in the the Dana White Contender Series and all of that, and he looked impressive, but seeing him against legit competition i felt like we kind of got ahead of ourselves with him i agree i think it's somewhere in the middle i think both of those things are true i mean i do think the guy has talent man he's fun to watch his style is exciting he's got some real skills that he brings to the table and he's again he's got the image and you know he's got that x factor as well i mean he's got star quality star potential about him and, and you know that you need that as much as fighting skills in some ways to be marketable but I do think the hype was getting very, very fast. You know, it, it was, you know, he's hanging out with Snoop Dogg after his first fight. And, I mean, there's just all kinds of hype around him. And I think he was deserving of it as a prospect. But, you know, I, I think this time on the shelf may end up being good for him. You know, I, I think that some people around him said that, hey, man, he was starting to get, you know, kind of admitting behind the scenes that he was starting to believe his own hype a little bit. And, and maybe, you know, being forced to the sidelines gave him some time to sit back and think about what matters and think about where you stand and, and, and kind of improve on some skills and, uh, you know, work on some things. So I'm excited to see this return. 
Uh, you know, will he show any rust right away? We'll see. Uh, but the kid really does have some talent. It's not all just hype. The kid really does have some skills. I think he can be somebody special. Uh, but he's got to kind of start it again. He had a ton of momentum behind him. And, you know, this, this sport moves quick. I think people have kind of moved on from him a little bit. But, you know, he has a great performance on Saturday night, and he can kind of capture a little bit of that momentum again. He is John Morgan of MMAJunkie.com, does a great job covering the sport. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at MMAJunkieJohn, at MMAJunkieJohn on Twitter. John, always appreciate you taking a few minutes, my friend. Thanks so much. Have a great time this weekend, as I'm sure you will, and look forward to talking to you again soon. Uh, thank you, brother. Always a pleasure.